Oh, no. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. The first day of the year. It's time to be happy. It is all clear. We ask God to forgive us for all of our sins. A healthy new year he should bring in. In the chuva, thirty days of learning and filah. We think of the things that we can improve. Then we will sing these words. Rosh Hashanah, the first day of the year. It's time to be happy. It is all clear at the meal. We have seen money. Signs to bring us proper blessings all of the time. The month of Elul brings in the tshuva. Thirty days of learning and filah. We think of the things that we can improve. Then we will sing these words. Come and stop, let's go to the 
with your permission, I want to try. I always wanted to do this at a Hask show. Um, I want to try something. Let's see if it's going to work, okay?
And on this stone the simple words are found We are wiser about the miser of our town We are wiser about the miser
<laughs> Both of those from the uh, Yes Legacy uh, amazing double CD. It's uh, Olam Haba, Rabbi Baruch Chait, of course. What a song. <clears throat> and uh, also Sam Glazer with Miser of the Town here at JM and the AM. Before that, Avremo, Avram Fried, and Rock Tzfilah from the Hask 26 album. Yaakov Shweki live in Nokia with Bowie. You heard Lipa with Yigdal off of Leap of Faith. Lenny Solomon and Schlockrock, Shana Tova. Off of uh, Schlockrock for Kids Party Time. And Regesh, Modaani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Thursday, final Thursday of the uh, old year of 5773. Could you imagine? Or I should say the, <coughs> I should say the current year. That sounds more respectful when it comes to the uh, Jewish calendar. It's Thursday, August 29th of 2013. Today is the 12th yard site of those who perished on 9-11, the 23rd of Elul, the year 5773, Tufshin, Ian Gimel, 71 degrees, 94% humidity, winds in north at 6 miles an hour, partly cloudy today, high temperature of 78, then tonight, partly cloudy, low 67, tomorrow mostly sunny with a high temperature of 80 degrees. Yushalayim, Tel Aviv, Haifa, all at 90.1 degrees, a lot at 100 we're at 71 here in Jersey City on a Thursday as we say good morning at JM in the AM. A special good morning to our friends in Bergen County. We met so many of them yesterday morning uh, when we broadcasted from Cedar Lane and from uh, Cedar Market, the brand new store in uh, Teaneck. So a big hello to Bergen County and it's 8 or 11 or whatever number it is of neighborhoods. <laughs> I should say communities, not neighborhoods, uh, that are out there. It, it is unbelievable to us, and this happened in Israel as well and continues to happen, uh, finding out how many people are listening for how long and just uh, enjoying the show on a daily basis. It is, uh, it, it's just a, a heartwarming feeling. Yesterday was a great day for that uh, out in Bergen County, and we thank everybody who listens in every single morning. To JM and the AM. Today is Thursday, which means we have a big, big day on our stream at jmandtheam.org. There'll be a lot of, a lot of material, a lot of great shows, a lot of wonderful music, a lot of great things going on. So make sure you keep it at the stream uh, all day long at jmandtheam.org. By the way, Mark Zomik informed me that there uh, is a podcast available for our Android users. If you go to nachomsegel.com toward the bottom of the homepage, you will find the instructions on how you could uh, get our podcast, if even even if you're an Android user. And uh, all of our talk programs, which are uh, which are big hits with a lot of people, are available via podcast. Um, and again, follow those instructions and you'll have it um, for your smartphone. 71 degrees, partly cloudy, high of 78. Uh, we did the... Um, we did the two songs off of the Yes Legacy. Oh, we did the we we already, we already reviewed the music, didn't we? <laughs> Thank God for that. Twenty five minutes before seven o'clock, we say good morning from ninety one point one FM, ninety point one FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at ninety one point nine FM, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. I have information on the brand new Miami concert. It's happening, Cholamoid Sukkis. We've got it. First of Miami selection. This is JM in the AM.
Oh, my God. 
the uh, brand new selection CD is entitled Al Hamazon it's a presentation of the folks who brought you Amen Amen. Chesky Breuer and Yisrael Lam arranged it and uh, the opening selection off of that CD is Ubituvo Hagadol Uh, all songs uh, having to do with uh, what we call benching uh, what we say after we finish a meal 
And um, that's brand new here at JM in the AM. Mayor Solomon at Esau Enai. You heard Avramo, Avram Fried with Bench. That's brand new from the CD entitled Amachaya. And Miami had Azorna off of the Yavo CD. And uh, Miami plans have been announced for Cholamoid. We'll obviously be uh, telling you about those right here at JM in the AM. Well, it's a Thursday, and as we mentioned earlier, today is the yard site, the 23rd of Elul, the 12th yard site of those who perished on 9-11, and uh, as we do every single year when it's a weekday and when we are uh, uh, doing the radio program, we remember those who perished today, the 23rd of Elul, 12 years ago today. 8 a.m., two routine flights roar off the runways in Boston, both 767s, their bellies full of fuel, their cabins more empty than filled. Flight 11 ascends westward on radar. Suddenly, its identity disappears. Its transponder shut off. The nameless blip abandons its course. Controllers on the ground report a radio pop from the cockpit. Then another. A voice threatens the pilot. Ground control puts out the alert to nearby planes. Give this rogue aircraft room. The rogue blip approaches New York City. Closer and lower. Then gone. The second jet then veers suddenly, circling back toward the city. A man inside, huddling with his wife and young daughter, calls his father one last time. The plane is going down. 8.45 a.m., rush hour at the apex of New York City. Bankers, brokers, businessmen and women, tens of thousands of people make their way through the financial district. Business as usual, until... Apparently, a plane has just crashed into the World Trade Center here in New York City. It happened just a few moments ago, apparently. We have very little information available. It's quite terrifying. I'm in shock right now. It's mind-boggling. It's horrifying. Oh, another one just hit. Something else just hit. A very large plane flew directly over my building, and there's been another collision. Can you see it? I can see it on this chart. A second airplane, a 727, just ran into the building. Horrific live pictures flicker on morning TV shows from coast to coast. Radio stations stop the music. A nation witnesses the nightmare together. This is a vicious, unprovoked, horrible attack on innocent uh, men, women, and children. It's one of the most heinous acts, certainly in, in, in world history. Freedom itself was attacked this morning by a faceless coward. And freedom will be defended. I want to reassure the American people that full, the full resources of the federal government are working to assist local authorities to save lives and to help the victims of these attacks. Tachas Hashamayim 
the 12th yard side of those who perished on the 23rd of Elul 12 years ago on 9-11. Uh, La Colzman Ace, 
Habain Yakirlin, of course, before that, Shoresh with Kol Ha'olam Kulo, a song that was uh, done uh, just after the attacks um, to commemorate that uh, tragic day. Thursday morning, it's JM in the AM with 71 degrees, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 78. A big hello to our friends in Bergen County. It was great being out there yesterday at Cedar Market. And meeting so many people from all the different communities of Bergen County. A big thank you to everybody. Reminder, Malcolm Honline joins us tomorrow. The big question, of course, is the U.S. going to war? And there's no question that all of us here in the U.S. and our brothers and sisters in Israel are watching all this news very, very closely. We'll we'll discuss uh, all the latest tomorrow morning at 7.40 with Malcolm Honline. uh, As we conduct the weekly update, should be interesting to hear what he has to say on the final Friday of the year. Also, the um, a schedule today is an amazing schedule with great programming all day long at jmnam.org. Album of the Week takes place at 9 a.m. with Avram Fried's Adaraba being featured in a whole bunch of uh, great shows, which I'll outline later on. And a reminder, 90 minutes from now, the uh, candidate for New York City controller, former governor, the disgraced governor of the state of New York, uh, Elliot Spitzer, is scheduled for JM in the AM. He's supposed to join me 90 minutes from now. Should be interesting. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Round the world on the web, jmtheam.org. We haven't figured out why Gale Sal is doing its news uh, so far away from the top of the hour, but that seems to be the reality these days. So we are trying to adjust accordingly. Gale Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday next at JMNAM. גליצהל השעה שתיים, כאן שיבל קרמי מנסור עם מה שקורה עכשיו. סוריה מזהירה את בריטניה, אל תעשו פעולה פזיזה. חן פישר. במכתב ששלח דובר הפרלמנט הסורי שאל, לפני שאתם ממהרים לתקוף אותנו, לא כדאי שתיזכרו באלפי החיילים הבריטים שנהרגו בעיראק ובאפגניסטן? עוד הפציר הדובר, אל תפציצו אותנו, הידברו איתנו. הוא הוסיף שתקיפה תחזק את היריבות המשותפות כמו אל-קאידה. הודעה זו באה בעקבות הדיווח על שישה מטוסים בריטים שישלחו אל בסיס הממלכה המאוחדת בקפריסין. מוקדם יותר היום קרא נשיא צרפת פרנסואה הולנד לפתור את המשבר בסוריה בדרכים דיפלומטיות. הולנד הבהיר כי הפתרון המדיני יהיה אפשרי רק אם הקהילה הבינלאומית תמצא דרך להפסיק את ההרג בסוריה. במקביל, מחר צפויה להסתיים בדיקת צוות הפקחים מטעם האו"ם שנשלחו לסוריה. אלדר גילרן צוות הפקחים של האו"ם יצא היום ממלונו שבדמשק ושב אל האזור שכביכול הותקף בגז סרין כדי לאסוף ראיות. מזכ"ל האו"ם בנקי מון הודיע כי הפקחים יסיימו את בדיקתם בסוריה רק מחר, וביום שלאחר מכן יגישו לו את הממצאים. ולמרות ההיסוסים, בשטח נמשכות ההכנות לתקיפה. בריטניה הודיעה שתשלח שישה מטוסים לבסיס בקפריסין כצעד הגנתי על רקע המתיחות הגוברת. במקביל, סוכנות הידיעות הרוסית אינטרפקס מדווחת כי רוסיה תשלח ספינות נגד צוללות לים התיכון. גם בארץ נשלמת ההיערכות לאפשרות של מתקפה סורית. הנה דברים שאמרו השר לביטחון הפנים יצחק אהרונוביץ' ומפכ"ל המשטרה יוחנן דנינו. אתם צריכים פשוט להמשיך בחיים בשגרה. ואני אומר את זה גם למי שעומד עכשיו בתור בחלוקה למסכות המגן. כולם יקבלו בנחת. שיהיה ברור שאם ינסו לראות לעבר שטחנו, לעבר מדינת ישראל טילים, המכה תהיה מכה קשה מאוד, מכת מחץ. 
כתב אישום בגין מעשה מגונה בכוח בילדה בת 13. כתבנו קובי מנדל. יצחק פרץ, בן 63, מעכו בעל חנות לתיקון ומכירת אופניים, מואשם שבסוף חודש יולי האחרון, כשנערה בת 13 חלפה ליד חנותו בעכו, הוא משך אותה פנימה, הציע לה מסטיק ומשדחתה אותו, החל לבצע בגופה מעשים מגונים תוך שימוש בכוח וחרף התנגדותה, וזאת עד שהנערה הצליחה לברוח מהמקום. עלייה במחיר הדלק במוצאי שבת, יעל עמית. תעריף הבנזין התייקר ב-25 אגורות בחודש ספטמבר, כך שליטר בנזין 95 אוקטן בשירות עצמי יעמוד על 7 שקלים ו-85 אגורות. מחיר ליטר בשירות מלא יהיה 8 שקלים ו-3 אגורות. העלייה נובעת מזינוק בשער הדולר בשבוע האחרון, מעליית מחירי הדלק בעולם, וגם עדכון תקופתי של מס הבלו המוטל על הדלק. מזג האוויר ללא שינוי ניכר בטמפרטורות. ולסיום, האם הדרך לארוחת החג תהיה מהירה יותר השנה? ביום שני הקרוב ייפתח לתנועה נתיב נסיעה שלישי באיילון, המיועד לתנועת תחבורה ציבורית. אלה החדשות שעורכת דנה צוק.
פול כי אטופל תוי ביובין כל יצור כי אטוי יצר תוי Command. 
and there's none too great that I will not fulfill. Hashem sent you to be my Savior, and now my life to you I owe. And any time you need a favor. He receives from the son of the man who saved his life. We're in town for better care, and we were hoping you'd be there with my father when he goes under the knife. A day that seemed like any other.
You're watching me. It's a song that came from a uh, one of the tales of uh, 9-11. Um, connecting, and many of you I'm sure read about it, connect, and we spoke about it here, connecting the Sabaro bombing uh, in Yerushalayim with the uh, uh, tragic day of 9-11 here uh, when thousands of our uh, American uh, brethren were brutally murdered by the enemy in New York City and Washington. And Pennsylvania, uh, 9-11, uh, 12 years later, today is the 23rd of Elul, today is the 23rd, excuse me, today is the 12th yard site of those who perished on 9-11. 19 minutes after 7 o'clock, 71 degrees, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 78, mostly sunny tomorrow, a high of 80, you shall lie in right now at 90.1. Tel Aviv and Haifa both at 90.1 degrees. A lot at 100. We're at 71 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Well, our very own Charlie Harari, who you could hear on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, he'll be uh, opening up the Great Neck Synagogue Selichot service this coming Saturday night, 9.30 p.m. at Great Neck Synagogue before Chazen uh, Zev Krohn takes the Amud for the uplifting Slicho service. Charlie Harari speaks on Yosef, Rosh Hashanah, and the ingredients of success. That's happening 9.30 this coming Saturday night at the Great Neck Synagogue. Check it out. Be inspired. Should be a very, very worthwhile presentation. And uh, Charlie's on tonight. Book of Life, 9 p.m. Eastern Time in our stream at jmandtheam.org. I got a note from uh, David Krieger. Uh, yesterday, one of our great friends up at Camp Monroe in Monroe. A lot of a lot of folks don't know about Camp Monroe uh, in our community, but I can tell you that it is uh, an unbelievable place that um, has uh, just a such an important role in our community when it comes to uh, educating our youth and providing for them a uh, full fledged, worthwhile summer. Anyway, uh, up in Camp Monroe, uh, David tells me they're attempting to have a minion. Um, and they'll be and for Yuntif, and they are interested in hosting uh, any single men or couples who want to help make the minion. Uh, simple as that. And um, uh, this is in reference, of course, to the upcoming holiday of Rosh Hashanah next week. Uh, you can email the um, following email address. Uh, David J. Krieger, that's David J. J. A. Y. Krieger, K. R. I. E. G. E. R. at gmail.com. David J. Krieger, K. R. I. E. G. E. R. at gmail.com and, um, speak with the folks up at Camp Monroe if you are somebody who wants to help with a, uh, potential minion. I have been up there for Shabbatot and it is, uh, it's really a beautiful atmosphere. Hey, a mazel tov going out to our friends. This is funny. A mazel tov to our friends at Only Simchas. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Uh, a mazel tov to our friends at Only Simchas. Uh, the premier celebrations clearinghouse for the Jewish community has announced a series of major upgrades, including the launch of their brand new mobile-friendly platform. Users can now instantly 
post photos directly from a celebration using their iPhones. That is cool. Uh, visitors to OnlySimchas.com will also find a brand new design that easily adapts to any mobile device. We'll talk more about this uh, when our friends from OnlySimchas visit JM the AM. Uh, but for now, if you wish, just go to OnlySimchas.com and you can check out all the uh, different things that they've announced regarding the brand new mobile uh, application. Mark Zamek is scheduled to call in. He should call in any second, and uh, we'll talk about, speaking of uh, the web and mobile, etc., etc., we'll talk about the uh, big announcement that we have, which is that uh, Android users can now get our podcast, and he'll tell you all about that in just a moment here at JM and the AM. A lot of big programming for us uh, all day long on the stream at jmtheam.org. There's a lot of stuff going on, including the OU Jewish Reaction Show hosted by Ellie Hagler. Today at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Ellie has guest Eitan Levine. He's online marketing coordinator at the OU, but he's an orthodox stand-up comic as well. He was crowned Israel's last comic standing, has been performing stand-up and improv acts since the age of 15. A fun, funny, interactive, engaging, and entertaining conversation is expected. Plus some music from the Maccabees as well. When you tune in today at 5 o'clock to Ellie Hagler and the Jewish Reaction Show, coming to you from OU headquarters in New York City on our stream right here at jmtheam.org. Mark Zamek is with us live via telephone on a Thursday morning. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Nahum. A big thank you to you as a... Great show and a wonderful, uh, really a wonderful morning at Cedar Market on Cedar Lane in Teaneck, New Jersey yesterday. And I thank you for all your hard work. Um, it's my pleasure. Uh, we have big news and big news that you say uh, not only can people hear from you, but they can actually see it and follow the instructions on our website. And it has to do with those who are Android users in our audience. So first, tell everybody in general about our podcasting and then we'll specifically address the Android issue. Right. So, and, and actually, the webpage is not only for the Android. I discovered yesterday. So, um, we have decided to make all of our Nahum, well, not uh, all of our. How do you call it? Yesterday, our non-music dominated, non-music dominated shows available for as a podcast. So it's downloaded. A number of our listeners had commented that using the app or online, if they were traveling, they're on a plane, they're in a car in some remote location, they're not getting great cell service, they want to be able to listen to the programming, so we have decided to make all of our shows, our non-music-dominated shows, available uh, as podcasts. So they'll be delivered to your phone seamlessly and without any additional effort on the part of the listeners. All right, so those who, uh, and, and this applies, you're saying, to everybody, to iPhone, Android, like what... Uh... What do people yeah, so, so so one of the things, you know, uh, we learned a little bit about co- podcasts over the past few weeks. Um, and because the way we built the back end to serve the podcasts, most people associate podcasts with iTunes and the right. iTunes store. Right. And certainly the easiest way, there's no question, is to go to, on your computer, go to the, go to the iTunes store and search Nachum Siegel Network, and you'll not only see the apps there, you'll see all the podcasts that uh, that we have made available as uh, selections that you could subscribe to. Okay. Don't forget, once you see the podcast, you have to, have to hit that subscribe button. Right. You can do that on your on your iPhone as well using the podcast store. Um, I think the store is a little bit more integrated online than it is on your phone. Okay. And um, the same thing, just in the podcast store, search for Nachum Siegel Network, and you will see all of the programming made available to you right there. 
you hit subscribe, and there'll be you know the latest episodes dan- downloaded to your phone automatically, and then you can pick and choose which episodes you want to download to your phone. Um, now, most of us who use iPhones use the native podcast application built into your iPhone, but you don't have to use the podcast if you're using another podcast application. If you go to nachomsegel.com and click on the archive uh, uh, menu, at the bottom of the archive menu, you will see podcast instructions, and on that page, you will see the URL for each of the podcasts. So whether if you're using a non-native iPhone app or an Android app, all you need to do is put at that HTTP colon, whatever that whatever it says right there. It's not a link. You have to actually type that into the podcast program. You will then be subscribed to the podcast the same way you would be on an iPhone. So this is, this is completely, and I assume it would be the same thing on a BlackBerry, any other phone. So for all those people who say that, you know, oh, I wish I had that phone, I wish I had this phone, this is a podcast. It's completely independent of any platform. And uh, you can use it on your computer through iTunes. You can use it using any application that will allow you to put in a podcast uh, URL. Oh, so I'm mistaken when I say that we've just added Android. We've really added anybody whose whose browser will allow for that address to get them to the podcast. Correct. Simple as that. Uh, big news, folks. Now everybody can get it. Go to the archives page on the NahumSiegel.com website. And if you go toward the bottom, you'll see the instructions, the address, etc., so that you can now actually podcast any of our non-music-dominated shows. What, what that means is that if there's a show that is known as a music show, traditionally, uh, then we will not be podcasting it at the moment. But anything else, for instance, uh, That's Life with Miriam Al-Wallach and uh, Randy Wartelski and Something to Talk About and Ellie Hagler with the OU's Jewish Reaction Show and Michael Fragan with Spin Class and Book of Life with Charlie Harari, etc., 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 all those are now available, and you'll be able to do it if you just follow the instructions that Mark just described. And it's not that we don't want to give the music shows right. the availability on the podcast. There are, there are legal ramifications that preclude us from doing it. So, right. uh, so we're yeah, going about everything online. We're going about everything slowly and in proper manner. Let's put it proper that way. manner. Yes, but uh, it's really exciting now that you know once you go through this process. The shows will be delivered automatically. You don't have to think about it. Did I download? Did I not download? Once that, the minute that podcast becomes available that we put it up, usually, you know, after the weekend is over, we put up last week's shows, and um, those shows will automatically get sent to your iPhone or Android or BlackBerry or whatever other application. Any, any place that you could listen to a, any podcast, you take that URL and you can punch it in and listen to it. I've I mean, tested it all. I'll give you an example, Mr. Zomik. Okay. Today at 5 o'clock, Ellie Hagler is going to be speaking with Eitan Levine. He won the Israel Last Comic Standing National uh, Program. You know, By the he, way, does that mean he is that English or Hebrew? I have no idea. But all I know is that I want to hear that interview. Now, it's possible that I, as a listener, you know, a couple of days from now, will we'll completely forget that I want to hear that interview. If I subscribe to the podcast, it'll be right there in my phone, right there on my desktop, and I'll be able to uh, click on it and, uh, and and head straight to the interview. And by the way, not not only that, if you weren't even listening now and didn't know that uh, Ellie Hagley was doing that interview, you can still hear it if you were subscribed to... Uh, you don't even know you wanted to hear it. Because it'll be delivered with the info to your phone. Exactly. And generally, we're doing our best to try to keep up with a, you know, a very specific description each of the show titles has the guests 
but because we do on-air promos, like the one you just read um, about Ellie Hagler's show, those on-air promos that you do are going to be included, the text of that is going to be included in the, in the description of each of the shows going forward, so you get a pretty detailed description of what's in the, um, what's in the show, so you'll know that you want to download it or listen to it. Fantastic. Thank you, Mark, for all your hard work, and thanks for this big news for our listeners. It is uh, my pleasure, and... Uh, uh, if I don't speak to you beforehand. So even if you do, I say to you, Why not? Can't say it enough. <laughs> That's for sure. Mark Zamek, happy, healthy, sweet New Year to him and the entire Zamek family. And a big thank you to him for revealing this big news to our listeners. You want the podcast? Hey, no problem. Go to NahumSingle.com, hit the archives page. At the very bottom are all the instructions that Mark just described. J.M. in the A.M., 7.30 in the morning. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonish Masarov Zev, Benar Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be continuing with our series on Elul. There are two things that we do in preparation for the Yom Noraim. One is we blow the shofar during the month of Elul. The second is that we recite Slichos. While the Ashkenazi community only starts a few days before Rosh Hashanah, the Sephardic community begins with the beginning of the month of Elul and says Slichas every day. The whole concept of Slichas is based upon the Agarata found in Tonu Develio. It says that Dovar HaMelech was troubled by a question. How could Bnei Yisrael gain atonement for their sins? Kapara, for their Averis. Hashem replied that if Bnei Yisrael would gather together and they would be misvada. they would confess their sins, Hashem would forgive them. On Rosh Hashanah, we are very excited to receive Hashem's pardon. Because of this, we gather together and confess our sins, we say vidoy, before Rosh Hashanah. We can well understand the Svartic Minig to begin early, to ensure the atonement and the pardon on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. However, what is the reason that the Ashkenazi community wait until a week or two preceding Rosh Hashanah? It's been suggested that in talking about the mitzvahs of Rosh Hashanah, the Torah says, and you shall bring an offering unto Hashem. The Mephoshim explain, it means that on Rosh Hashanah, a person has to be humble and contrite, as if he himself were being offered as a sacrifice before Hashem. The law is that four days before the animal is offered, it is separated. We want to make sure that it doesn't have a disqualifying blemish or a mum. That's the reason that at least four days before Rosh Hashanah, the day when we are symbolically as a korban to Hashem, that we begin our tefillos and our slichos. Our Chazal tell us that during Elul, Hamelech Babasada, that the king, Hashem, comes into the field in order to greet us and in order to welcome our tshuva. When we begin to recite slichas from the beginning of Elul, we take full advantage of the golden opportunity that we have now to pray, to supplicate, to ask Hashem for forgiveness, and that we should all merit a year of Brochavatzlocha. Blessing and success in Ruchnius and in Gashmius, spiritually and materially. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning physic. Have a nice day.
Get my Judaism instead of getting on the internet and checking out the Maccabees now. Let's step into the synagogue. Time to get this darkening on. Repent before our time to get into the book of life's gone. Let's search our hearts and think back. Let's reflect on the year. Seems like just yesterday we did this. Now a new one is here. Trust me. I'm an R-O-S-H-A-A-S-H-A-N-A-H master. Ain't nobody getting through that Shmona answer faster. Sitting in a room that's got more truth than the cast of Madagascar. A tome is what I'm after. It's a new year. Now we got Cause I got Yom Kippur in little more than one week Hashanah's on, praying to the Lord, trying to wreck my wrongs Get a little chill when I hear that techie, I get to lie So now I'm rolling through this happy feeling so right I got this melody from Mara's and it goes like Praying for hours and when all that is through I know exactly what I'm gonna get my apple to do Honey From 613, Shana Tova just released. I want to thank Yossi Zwag for getting that to us. 
really kept us up to date over the last few weeks about some of the brand new Jewish music out there, and I thank him. Did a great job yesterday on the whoa on the Z Report live lunch that uh, happened uh, yesterday. Hey, reminder: this coming Monday is Labor Day, and on Labor Day there is a uh, Hakel Yom Iyun taking place in Brooklyn. Rabbi Yisrael Reisman, Rabbi Ephraim Shapiro, Rabbi Moshe Tov Yalif, Rabbi Chaim Shmuel Friedman, they are all a part of the lineup this coming Monday, Labor Day morning in um, Brooklyn, New York. The um, title of the uh, Yom Iyun is uh, Tshuva Lamase. 5774, a year to fix that which is broken. Ben Adam Lachavero, Ben Adam Laatzmo. Happens at the Agudas Yisrael of Madison, 2122 Avenue S in Brooklyn, New York, this coming uh, Monday. Information at 718-253-5497, 718-253-5497. A big, big shout-out to those who are uh, presenting at the Yacha Job Fair today. A big shout-out. A lot of employers have, uh, and potential employers, have uh, come forward to join the Yacha Job Fair for individuals with special needs. It happens at 11 o'clock this morning in Lower Manhattan. A big thank you to you, and I'm uh, hoping that, again, Yachad has a very successful job fair, as we outlined in this program. Thank God they have had some very successful ones in the past. Information at 212-613-8320, 212-613-8320. Community Yom Iyun has been announced for Sunday, September the 8th at Mayanot Yeshiva High School for Girls. Community Yom Iyun on Sunday, September the 8th, Som Gedalia. Starting at 9.30 in the morning, everybody's welcome. Keynote speaker of Yaakov Blau. Uh, additional shiurim by members of the distinguished faculty and President uh, Menachem Schneidman of Mayanot. Information at 201-833-4307. 201-833-4307. Use that number, get the info, and be inspired. Uh, that's happening again on Som Gedalia in Teaneck, New Jersey. Hey, I want to wish a Mazel Tov to Toby and Maishi. Toby Zuckerman, Maishi Wassertile. They are getting married tonight in Brooklyn, New York. A special Mazel Tov to Sholi and the entire family from all of us here at JM in the AM. Mazel Tov again from all of us here at JM in the AM. Well, there's been a lot of talk about live music alerts, and uh, today's a good day to discuss it, because today, starting at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, right after the live lunch, Miriam L. Wallach hosts Moshe Hecht in a live music alert Thursday, a live music alert That's Life program, starting at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the stream at jmintheam.org. Make sure to be tuned in. It should be remarkable. And... This coming Monday on Labor Day, can you imagine? Eitan Katz visits JM in the AM. This coming Monday on Labor Day, Eitan Katz visits JM in the AM. And that is going to be a very, very fun morning. Actually, I should say more than fun. An inspiring morning as he'll help us get ready for the high holidays. Uh, Eitan Katz, Labor Day, Monday morning. 8 o'clock, it should be a, a great live music performance. Partly cloudy, high temperature of 78. We're at 71 right now. Today is the 12th yard site of those who perished on 9-11, the 23rd of Elul. We remember uh, those who were lost that day in that uh, brutal murder of so many thousands here in the United States. 18 minutes before 8 o'clock, more coming up. Keep it here at JM in the AM.
Cantor Benny Rogoznitsky or the great Charlie Bernhout to identify that chazan, I bet you they'd be able to. The one and only Cantor Yitzhak Mayer Helfgott, that's from the uh, Eternal Echoes CD. Shofar Shalmashiach, got the word chauffeur in it, so I guess it's appropriate for this time of year. And as I get set to welcome both Cantor Benny and um, at Charlie Bernhout to the air, I remind everybody that Parky Synagogue has a slichos service this coming Saturday. And there are a lot of slichos services. We mentioned some of them this morning. There are a lot of slichos services. And there are plenty that have uh, uh, their own unique flavor. One has to admit, there is none like this one. That is for sure. There is none like this one. And it looks like it will be sold out again, as you would suspect. Parky Synagogue has a slichos service that uh, officially begins at 9 p.m. this coming Saturday night. Or by Arthur Schneier with his State of World Jury Address. This year, the topic is United States and Israel um, admits the uh, geopolitical transition. Slicha's service begins at 10.30, and of course it is Chief Cantor Yitzhak Mayer Helfgott with Maestro Russell Gare and the Park East Synagogue Choir, who are going to be uh, inspiring everybody. Reservations, you can go to parkysynagogue.org, parkysynagogue.org, or dial 212-737-6900, 212-737-6900. Cantor Benny Rogoznitsky, welcome back to JM in the AM. Nachum, thank you very much. Good morning to you and all the listeners. Am I right that you would have been able to identify that voice? Yeah, it was a little <laughs> bit of hardship, but I would have made it. <laughs> and Charlie Bernhout, who... Uh, 
We what do we call Charlie now, uh, Cantor Benny? We call him the uh, Cantorial Advocate. Is that right? That and the ultimate impresario of Cantorial music. There we go. Charlie, our good friend, is with us as well. Charlie, uh, good morning. Welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Uh, good morning to you and all your listeners. Yes. Charlie, are you going to be there Saturday night? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you wouldn't miss it for the world, huh? Yes. Uh, so, Charlie, tell me, because we always do this with Cantor Benny. Let's do it with you. What is it? About Cantor Yitzhak Mayor Helfgott that just continues to go on and on with this uh, unbelievable voice and so much attention from the Jewish and non-Jewish world. What is it about him? Well, he is special. He's unique, and uh, uh, besides that, he's, uh, he's he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of being a good chazan, being a good guy. Well, it. it, it uh, we hope that it usually comes along that way, but uh, you know, like everyone is, uh, is has a, his own personality, and uh, uh, but, um, he he touches the soul, and, and I think that's uh, what uh, is important. Cantor Benny, um, uh, since you're familiar with the history of Parky Synagogue and Cantor Helfgott, in your estimation, this is uh, what year for him for Slichus? How many uh, years has he been doing this at Park East? This will be his ninth Slichus. His ninth Slichus at Park East. You remember the first one? I actually do. I wasn't associated with Park East at the time, but I remember coming to listen to him, and the first time was just... It was unbelievable. I couldn't imagine that somebody had the capacity to hit those notes, to sing those melodies. And people, you know, usually people get fidgety after 20 minutes, half an hour, 45 minutes. This was going on an hour and a half, and nobody left. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, Kenter Helfgott starts at 1030 this coming Saturday night. You've done something unique, by the way. I think it's unique. You'll tell me. Maybe, maybe you'll say it's not an exception. You've actually printed in the announcements... Uh, the highlight selections that Cantor Helfgott's going to be doing this coming Saturday. Isn't that a little unusual? That's actually very unusual. Because <laughs> one of the rules in either concerts or services is you never tell the audience what they're going to expect. Most of all, because the Cantor doesn't always know what he's about to do. Right. But in this case, we have a Cantor that's very solid and a choir that's even more solid because they need to know the, rep- the repertoire. And people have asked us in the past, so what are we going to hear and what's going to be different? So what we've highlighted here is two or three pieces that are synonymous with phenomenal chazanim. And, uh, and so people can actually know at least what the roadmap of the night is going to look like and what time they might expect to get out. <laughs> so Ene Cole is the Ashray Ene Cole? Yes, it's the Ashray Ene Cole. And the reason why it's famous, it was uh, made famous by Moshe Kusevitsky. And, uh, and, and what people say about Chazan Helfgott is that his vo- voice is very much like... Right. Moshe Kosovitsky's. Right. So singing that is almost like the national anthem, uh, you know, of how you would open Slichos. Well, yeah, in addition to that, it's right at the beginning of the service, right? Correct. So, I mean, I mean, say he starts, and before anything, before Kaddish, before anything, he's already doing a piece. Absolutely. To get to Kaddish will take us about 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, Nachum, <laughs> so he'll be. So if anybody thinks that they're late at 1040, they're not late at all. <laughs> Exactly. They were forewarned on your program, and they can always reach it in the archives. We said it first. <laughs> it'll take a lot less time for me to say Ashray than it'll take for Cantor Helfgott, that's for sure. All right, so Ene Kulm, that goes till the end of Ashray, I assume, right? It's a, Correct. Yes. And then Kaddish, obviously, and Kaddish is uh, sung with everyone in, in the... Oh, that's right, and Kaddish in itself is going to be long. Yes. I mean, Kaddish is a piece, right? I mean, that's a... 
Right. It, right. May, not, it may not have made your highlights, but it's a piece nonetheless. Right. And the nice <laughs> thing about Kaddish, and that, by the way, is universal to most Slichel services right. Saturday night, is that people actually have a chance to participate because they right. can sing the, the famous melodies of Kaddish. Right. Unbelievable. Then you say on your highlight reel uh, that the Shmakalenu, and of course, who, who would argue about Shmakalenu being the, well, I guess you could say Hashem Hashem, right? But Hashem Hashem, Shmakalenu, one of the uh, crescendos, if you will, of the Slicha service. And, right. and, he, and here, the Shmakalenu he's doing on Saturday night is attributed to Hirschman Weintraub. Correct. So Shmakalenu really, as you say, is arguably the highlight of the, right. the Slicha service. The, the reason why we highlight it here is more because of whose piece he's singing. He generally sings more of the Kusevitsky repertoire, which is in the higher ranges. It's easier for him to sing, and it's also exciting for the audience to hear. The Hirschman is, is a little bit of a different piece. It has a lot more feeling and a lot more musicality. And so it's, it's for people that understand Chazanis, it's something different. It's not necessarily following his natural repertoire. Have you heard the choir do it with him yet? Uh, tonight will be the, the rehearsal with the choir and the chazan, but I have every confidence that he will do very well. I mean, they know it already, the choir, right? Oh, yeah, they know it. Unbelievable. And Anenu, you mean Anenu toward the end of Slichus, right? Correct. correct. Anenu is the penultimate cantorial piece. In fact, if you go back to Kosovitsky, the piece that everybody waited for was at the end of Slichus, this Anenu. It, it's what made Kosovitsky famous. They had to hear it. They had to hear it. And therefore, no matter how long Slichus right. took, you know, some people have asked me whether we could start with Anenu. <laughs> they could leave early. <laughs> but obviously, we don't do that because we want to have them as, as long as possible. <laughs> That's great. Cantor Benny is with us live via telephone. Charlie Bernhardt is with us live via telephone. And uh, the great chief Cantor Yitzchak, Mayor Helfgott, will be live at Parky Synagogue Saturday night after Rabbi Schneier addresses the uh, congregation with his State of World Jury address. The Slichas service will begin at 10.30. You tend to start Slichas on time? We do. Since it's a long service, we really want to start as close to 10.30 as possible. And and reservations, how would you put it? Recommended? Required? What would you say? I would say don't leave your house if you haven't made a reservation. You will not get a seat? No. No, thank God. It really, even though we are still in somewhat of the height of the summer, people have gone out, they purchased tickets, they made their reservations, and as I said to you before, we're just shy of about 150 seats left which means we've sold around 700. Which means that people are forewarned that if they do call this morning, they'll get in. If not, they may not. Correct. And I really hope they heed that warning. They make the phone call. You know, they can go to the website, right. uh, org, or they can call us at 212-737-6900. We'd love to have you there. It really is a special experience. Hey, Charlie, uh, you'd rather see the Cantor with choir or without? With. With, for choir. sure? I wonder if anybody would say without. Cantor Benny, you think anybody would say would they prefer to cantor without the choir? So it's it's very interesting that you say that because there's a whole group of Mavinim that prefer to hear a chazan without a choir. Yeah, interesting. You know, it makes it more it, it connectable. With a choir, there's more of a show element. On his own, it's really like you would walk into any show. You just happen to have a phenomenal tenor, right. you know, leading services. So, Charlie, um, is that the reason that you, that you say yes to that question? Because you find it more inspiring with the choir? Well, I'm a big fan of choirs. Uh, I moan I the fact that we don't have uh, uh, many choirs here as you have throughout the world in Johannesburg right. and England and, and Australia. Israel. Uh, in Israel, yes. The Yuval Choir and others. Uh, they, they they bring out uh, the, the best, I believe. I mean, look, uh, if you have the chance, uh, look, I'm not against uh, the solo. <laughs> but, uh, no, I know. No, but I, I would say this, you know, uh, you play a lot of recordings and you go to a lot of concerts. 
the live the live thing is the real thing. Uh, no matter how good the recording is, uh, when you can go in and hear it uh, and be in the, uh, the the electricity also that that uh, occurs when when you're davening and the shul is full and uh, the chazan is on and the choir is on, it, you can't replace that with a recording. So for me, it, it's uh, there's nothing like. Uh, being there, and, and of course, you know those who have heard of Halfgod but uh, uh, can't make it on the, the various uh, Shabbos and that he's there. Right, that's this true. Is one of those rare opportunities where you can, as I say, hear the real thing, if you will. That's true. It's one of the few times you could record the service. <laughs> that's what the, that's it's a hundred percent true. You know, you, you want to Skype somebody into a, to a, to a service, you never could do it. You could do it with Slichus, though. Right. <laughs> and I'm sure Nachum would add a premium for that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking th- hypothetically, Kenter Benny. Come on. <laughs> I just want to make sure in case the president of the show was listening, which I know he is. <laughs> I'm serving their best interest. Yeah, I wanted to realize I'm not recommending it. I'm just you know talking in theory here. Parkysynagogue.org has the all the information you need about Saturday night, and of course a, a place where you can place your reservation. Plus, you can dial two one two. 737-6900-212-737-6900. And Cantor Benny, we should make the point, and I've seen this on the videos that I've seen online of the Park East Lecha service. you got people coming from all over the place. Neighborhoods of, of all types are being represented this coming Saturday night. It's really true. People come in from as far away as Lakewood and Baltimore. Wow. Williamsburg. And, and what's really nice, Nachum, is besides the Chazanus, which is wonderful, when you look around at the scenery of the shul, you see Hasidim, you see non-from people, you see conservative Jews, you see modern Orthodox. It's really a night of unity, which is ultimately what the tefillah is all about, yeah. bringing everybody together. Yeah. But what better night to have unity than the first night in the Ashkenazi community where we get together to talk about the high holidays? True. Um, all right. Those, that's the information, folks. 212-737-6900, parkysynagogue.org. By the way, Cantor Benny, I had one of those moments this morning. You know, last night... Because you know, you know how it is, Cantor Benny. It's a week before Rosh Hashanah. If you're davening for the Yomud, you got to question: Are you leaving the air conditioner on at night or not? You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> and la- last night, I'm debating with myself, and I finally pressed the button and put it on. And you know what happened this morning? <laughs> the the old scratchy voice, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> this this is this is starting to uh, this is starting to go south. So what do you what do you do? What precautions are you taking before the high holiday season? Are you uh, walking around with a scarf in 85 degree weather? Are you drinking the raw eggs? Are you doing your arpeggios on a regular basis? What would you tell our audience? So first of all, I'm actually very careful about the air conditioning because the air conditioning can affect, affect the voice negatively. Wow. So you have to be careful about that. I better watch but, it. But more practically, other than, than the scarf, which is just ridiculous, <laughs> and let me just say, I was in Central Park and saw someone with a scarf. <laughs> I'm not sure if they were a cousin or not, but they were crazy. <laughs> they were probably starring in the New York City Opera. <laughs> much I'll tell you. I mean, you do have to do your vocalizations. You have to... Uh, the, the, the main thing to do is to keep the voice healthy. It's like running a marathon. Right. So what I always tell students of Chazanis is drink a lot of water, be careful what you eat because if the body is healthy, the voice is healthy. Hmm. And then you could do a, a, leave a wonderful service. So practical. And with me, it's so much more dramatic. I don't know why you <laughs> have to be so practical. <laughs> Salicha service starts on Saturday night at 10.30 in Park East Synagogue. With all, and there are a lot of great places to go for Slichas, there is something unique about this experience. Or Schneier speaks at nine. The Slichas service with Chief Cantor Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott 
at 10.30. Maestro Russell Gare in the Parky Synagogue Choir uh, together for the service. Go to parkysynagogue.org or dial 212-737-6900. Cantor Benny, a happy, healthy, and sweet new year. Let us know how it goes on Saturday night. Thank you, Nachum, and Shana Tova to you. Shana Tova, and, and by the way, Cantor Benny, we should point out that this was a golden opportunity for any cantorial fan to meet Charlie Burnout on Saturday night. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know what, I, I will just say this, Charlie deserves a lot of the credit for this, because he has kept Chazanus going for many, many years That's when everybody true. said it was gone. That's true, we know it. The history books will indicate it. Charlie, enjoy Saturday night. Have a wonderful uh, high holiday season, a happy, healthy, and sweet new year. And who knows, Charlie, maybe we'll try to do a little bit of uh, cantorial selections here before we wrap up with Yom Kippur a couple of weeks from now. Uh, you got my message, okay. I <laughs> certainly did. We're going to try to fit it in. My thanks to both Cantor Betty Rogoznitsky and Charlie Birdhout. Part You'll see both of them this coming Saturday night. And, of course, Chief Cantor Yitzhak Mayor Helfgott. Uh, at the Slichos Service at Park East. It is the centerpiece of the Slichos Services in our area. And uh, the highlights include those uh, three selections that we outlined with Cantor Benny earlier in this conversation. Go to parkeastsynagogue.org or 212-737-6900. 8 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday. And yes, candidate for New York City controller Elliot Spitzer, the... Uh, Disgraced former governor of New York State is scheduled for 8.30 this morning at JM and the AM. He is on our schedule. He is scheduled to call in, and it should be an interesting conversation if, in fact, it happens. Uh, plenty more coming up. Keep it at America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard a listener sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
Kolm Nidre, done by Cantor uh, Yitzchak Mayer Helfgott, with the accompaniment of the brilliant Yitzchak Perlman off of Eternal Echoes. Six minutes after 8 o'clock on this 12th yard site of those who perished on 9-11. Today is the 23rd of Elul, and our thoughts with those who were brutally murdered 12 years ago today here in the U.S. J.M. and the A.M., by the way, um, we mentioned, obviously, with uh, Cantor Benny and Charlie Bernhardt, the Slichus service for Saturday night. Uh, at Park East, it's 212-737-6900, and you do need reservations. That was one thing that was obvious from our conversation, so you could use that phone number. Uh, plenty of material coming up later on today on our stream at jmtheam.org. Album of the Week follows JM and the AM. It'll be Adaraba, Avremo, Avram Fried's Adaraba, with a special live Adaraba bonus track uh, happening between 9 and 10. I'll do the live lunch at 12, and Moshe Hecht, joins Miriam L. Wallach in studio for an amazing hour of music coming up between 2 and 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Later today, it's uh, Ellie Hagler and the OU's Jewish Reaction Show. Eitan Levine is the online marketing coordinator at the OU, but also an Orthodox stand-up comic. He won Israel's last comic standing and has been performing stand-up and improv since the age of 15. Uh, if you want to hear a fun, funny, interactive, engaging, and entertaining conversation, make sure to be tuned in at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the stream, jmandtheam.org. And um, as Mark Zamek told us earlier, now everybody can get podcasts, no matter what type of smartphone you have. Uh, just go to anachomsegel.com, go to the archives page. You'll see there the description of how you can get all of our podcasts of our non-music dominated shows. Speaking of music, I told you Moshe Hecht is going to be in studio at 2 p.m. today, jmandtheam.org with Miriam L. Wallach. On Monday, Labor Day, Eitan Katz is visiting JM and the AM. Could you imagine? Eitan Katz scheduled to visit JM and the AM this coming Monday on Labor Day. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Make sure you're tuned in. A big hello to our friends at Cedar Market in Teaneck. We had an amazing visit to Bergen County yesterday. I want to thank everybody there. A reminder, Malcolm Honline will join us tomorrow morning at 7.40. Everybody is anxious to know his opinion regarding possible U.S. intervention in Syria. We'll discuss that and other issues with him on the final weekly update of the year. Tomorrow, 7.40 in the morning right here at JM in the AM. Yassi Zablocki is with us live via telephone. Yassi and I were speaking yesterday. We're both getting ready for a great sukkus up at uh, Kutcher's. Uh, which has been an annual tradition for us over the last few years. And uh, he revealed to me that um, that the holiday season is not restricted to sukkahs. He's opening his doors for Rosh Hashanah. Anybody who wants to enjoy a three-day yuntif with him and the uh, incredible uh, cantorial lineup that he has put together uh, certainly may do so at what we call the National Conference Center up at the uh, Jewish Conference Center up at Kutcher's Resort. Yossi Zablocki, welcome back to JM in the AM. Hey, good morning, Nachum. How are you? Baruch Hashem. Before we talk about Sukkot, let's talk about Rosh Hashanah. It starts Wednesday night next week. Uh, it's a three-day yontif, which I'm sure would appeal to a lot of people who uh, who know that that sometimes can be difficult to prepare for and to carry through. And in addition to that, you take great pride in putting together a very nice high holiday service as well. Tell us about the lineup and what you have planned for Rosh Hashanah. That's correct. You know, we're the only uh, place program hotel that's open, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, and Sintasora. Um, so I have to program all four of those uh, holidays. For Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, we have a number of Chazanim up there. We have uh, Kandor Chaim Kiss, who you know very well. 
Um, he'll be he'll be doing part of the davening. Uh, a husband named Penny Ben. Um, Ari also will be up at the uh, at the hotel. Right. Um, we have a number of uh, of chazanim for um, for Rosh Hashanah. Um, we have a pretty packed program. We're going to have Rabbi Shmuley Boteach up there for um, for all of Rosh Hashanah. He's going to give some four lectures. So that's going to be very exciting. Um, also, uh, some of our regular rabbanim. We have Rabbi Yale Butler, Rabbi Rafael Grossman. Um, so we have really a, a very packed program. People who need to go away for four days, who don't want to be home for all four days, um, will be able to, you know, have both lectures and activities and davenings. It's going to be really an amazing program. So you have everything taken care of, from the honey to the uh, Rosh Hashanah challahs, to <laughs> to the davening, to all the meals, to the rooms. you got it all set for anybody who wants to relax for three days. That's correct. And our Rosh Hashanah Halls are baked on the premises. You know <laughs> Willie, our baker, so he's amazing. And, uh, and uh, the Halls, I actually forgot, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the Halls are one of the highlights. So the uh, fresh Halls, you know, you know, uh, every day at Rosh Hashanah, it's, it's uh, one of the highlights of the holiday. There you go. So there's plenty there, and there's uh, plenty of uh, lectures, rabbis, cantorial selections, and cantors. Uh, anybody who needs information, contact uh, Kutcher's for the... Uh, uh, for the info regarding Rosh Hashanah, it starts on Wednesday night. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you regarding the upcoming holiday? Um, it's called 845 uh, 845-794-6000. 845-794-6000. What are we doing for Sukkot? What have we uh, put together for yet another fabulous Sukkot holiday? I don't even get a moment to break this year between the summer. You know, I'm still working on Labor Day weekend here. Oh, I for- oh my gosh. I, I, I forgot all about that. Labor Day weekend starts tomorrow, right? Labor Day weekend. Um, are people coming? Yes, yes, with, with, oh my God, with Thursday already. So tomorrow, Labor Day weekend, yes. With Russia Hashanah starting Wednesday night, are there folks taking off Labor Day weekend and heading up to the Catskills? Yeah, no, sure. There's people we have for, for Labor Day weekend. We actually organize you know, a bunch of things going on. We have a, a miniature klezmer-style festival, so we're doing you know a bunch of Yiddish shows. Um, you know, we have some Yiddish theater workshops, stuff like that. We have a uh, Broadway-style show on Saturday night um, for one of the guys who actually is our entertainment director who does a lot of Yiddish stuff. So that's going to be a very fun, you know, slightly different three-day holiday. And then right away, right afterwards, we move right into Rosh Hashanah. So it's really crazy to program both at the same time. You could say that again. All right, so I apologize for mentioning Sukkot, but I'm sure you want to get the word out about it. Um, yeah, so Sukkot, is all, Sukkot we have. First of all, um, we, there was this uh, there was a young cousin, Shmuel Braun, who opened up a show for us in the middle of the summer. Um, and I heard him there for the first time. The second he was done with his performance, I went over to him. I said, you have to come back for... Um, for Sukkot. I had never heard him before. He's an excellent, excellent young up and coming cousin. He's going to be one of the cousins that are up there for Sukkot. You know, we have always lots of different bulk fields, especially this year with, uh, again, with three days of davening. Um, we have a whole assortment of bulk fields joining us. So he'll be one of them. Um, we also have the, uh, obviously, Belvin Shani hiking are with us every year for Sukkot. Right. That's going to be fun. Uh, the Siegel family will be with us for Sukkot. There you go. Um, hypnotist Ronnie Barris will be there. I don't Ooh. know if he was there. Yes. Um, yes, there he was, and he was great. He was great. Yes, he's, he's great. I've seen him. You know, he does this hypnosis show, um, you know, uh, during during the holiday. He does a few hypnosis shows, but I've seen him put people out to the point where they think that they're crying at the hotel. It's amazing to see. Unbelievable. All right, so that's happening. Sukkus, I assume, same phone number for information for the holiday? 845-794-6000. And... Um, uh, in that case, you're right. Also Wednesday night, so people can come for the first part of the holiday, last part 
uh, the entire thing. Uh, you have the whole, you have the whole, all the different options available for the customers. Right. Some people come just for the first day. Some people right. the last days. Some people stay for the whole eleven nights. Um, sort of like a, a Pesach holiday. Yeah. You know, to a certain degree, Sukkot has become the new Pesach for the for the Orthodox crowd. It used to be they didn't go away for a whole eleven night package or for four nights for Sukkot. But now, more and more people are going away for Sukkot. More and more people are going away for the entire state. Um, so the hotels get quite busy. Yeah, I think you're right. Industry-wide, that would be the trend, I think, that more and more people are actually heading away for the entire circus holiday at this point. Um, so how how would you evaluate the summer? We were so curious. You did carnivals during the summer. You had the, obviously, what was Nachamu like? I heard it was insane in the in the, uh, in the the um, arena for Nachamu. Uh, Nachamu, yeah, Nachamu was crazy. Nachamu, I mean, Nachamu was always sold out of the pictures. This year we had this amazing, amazing show, Motzei um, Chag, we had... Um, we had a, a, a four-person show where we had both the ODZ and Benny Friedman and Shlomi Gertner and Ace Day. Wow. It was really, really the craziest. It was the craziest show I've ever seen. But really, the whole summer was was really a, a, a knockout summer. You know, the guests loved it. Got a tremendous amount of compliments and everything we were putting together. Um, the carnival was one of the highlights of the summer. To be able to have a a Jewish carnival for for a full seven days. They, the carnival people who had run it, who, who, which, is, which is a Goyesha crew, you know, they go from state to state, right. county to county, running the carnival. Mm-hmm. They had never seen anything like it. To be able to get all these Jewish camps to come during the midweek, you know, one day we had twenty one hundred girls from summer camps in one oh, day. In one day, twenty one hundred <laughs> girls from summer camps. They had to actually extend the carnival an extra day to be able to accommodate them. <laughs> they took over. They took over the entire carnival. We did a boys' day, a girls' day, a girls' night, a teen night, and it was it was fabulous. I mean, I mean, you know, I remember going to the carnival at like eight o'clock in the evening and seeing three hundred girls in front of the Ferris wheel, davening mincha. You just can't, you know, see them anyplace else because we never get to have a carnival that we can call our own with kosher food, Jewish music. Right. Um, so it was really, you know, a, a phenomenal experience. It was great to be able to have a, a, you know, a place like like we have at Kutcher's where I'm running basically, like you like you say, the National Jewish Convention Center. It's not just a hotel. It's a, a forum for Jewish culture. It's a, it's a place where we, you know, do one Jewish event after another. And it was really, it was, it was one of the best summers that we've had so far. Yeah, this is a dream. National Jewish Convention Center is a dream that you shared with us in the very beginning, and it seems to really be heading in that direction and uh, accomplishing the goal of appealing to as many people as possible and bringing in a diverse uh, type of events on, on your calendar. I mean, you have so many different things going on at different times. It's pretty amazing. It's like the programming that goes into it, I mean, I, I don't stop. I have to go from one event to the next. Um, you know, I already plan, you know, even now I'm, I mean, Labor Day, Rosh Hashanah, it's kind of crazy, but, you know, it's what I enjoy doing. So. Wait, wait, will, you get that bre- will you get that break starting the day after Simchus Torah? The day after Simchus Torah. I think I take a week off. There you go. Uh, Yassi Zablocki is working very hard up at the National Jewish Convention Center at Kutcher's on a Labor Day weekend. And then, of course, starting with Rosh Hashanah Wednesday night, Yum Kippur. Sook is starting the following Wednesday night, the entire 11 nights. As you can imagine, he is working very hard uh, to uh, put together the best program possible. One more time, Yossi, in terms of information for any of those events. Um, 845-794-6000. We look forward to seeing you, Sukkis, and uh, Big Yashikach. I heard it was, uh, not just from you, but from other people as well, a great summer and uh, a couple of really... Uh, a crazy weekends that attracted a lot of people on Saturday night from all over the place. We wanted to just try to get into your musical performances. So uh, there's no question that it uh, it certainly was a hot spot this summer. We wish you luck both with Labor Day weekend and with Rosh Hashanah coming up. 
And uh, thanks for joining us this morning. And Shana Tavah Matuka, happy, healthy, and sweet New Year. Your family. 18 minutes after 8 o'clock on this Thursday as we continue. Elliot Spitzer, who is uh, running for New York City controller and um, left the governorship of the state of New York in light of uh, very embarrassing, uh, I would say, well, I should say an even stronger term than that, but whatever, uh, under embarrassing circumstances. Um, is scheduled to join us 11 minutes from now here at JM in the AM. We'll uh, find out if, in fact, that happens. If, in fact, he joins us, coming up. Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel on Twitter at Nachum Siegel Net. Full day of activity on our stream at jmintheam.org. Make sure to be tuned in all day long. Just keep the stream rolling. You'll love the programming we have for you today all day long. Uh, through the entire night. JM and the AM, this comes from the Rabbi's Sons.
in the AM. Eitan Katz. Excitement is building because Eitan Katz is actually visiting us on Labor Day, a live music alert Monday. That's right, Labor Day morning. He's actually going to visit us and perform live in the 8 o'clock hour, and that's a big deal for us. He's amazing. Just a couple of days before the high holidays right here at JM in the AM. Labor Day morning. It's basically a normal morning for us, especially because it's so close uh, to the upcoming Yuntif. JM in the AM Thursday with partly cloudy skies, a high temperature of 78. Reminder, speaking of live music alerts, on jmnam.org today at 2 p.m., Miriam L. Wallach with Moshe Hecht live in studio in what should be an amazing hour. Well, I think I've made it clear over the last couple of days that um, uh, when we were approached about having uh, a former governor of New York State, Elliot Spitzer, now a candidate for New York City Controller, uh, on the air, and uh, it, it is re- we, we basically don't turn down any major candidate or any candidate that's well known to the community because we certainly feel there should always be an open dialogue between, that's what I feel my responsibility is, to uh, allow for an open dialogue between public officials and potential public officials and our community on this program. But I did make it clear that uh, uh, there are a couple of issues we have to bring up with um, uh, with Mr. Spitzer, which could potentially become a little contentious, but I'm going to try my best to conduct everything in as appropriate a manner as possible. To that end, I say, uh, Mr. Elliot Spitzer, candidate for New York City Controller, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, and uh, don't worry, nothing is contentious. You know, well, the, the polite, civil conversation is what politics is supposed to be about, and that's what uh, certainly I've always uh, believed in. All right, I appreciate that. Um, you know that public service is about public trust. I mean, that's uh, it, I guess that's got to be rule number one. Uh, and those who don't believe it, they got to say it, because it really is rule number one. So let me ask you then, how dare does somebody who engaged in the type of activities that you did possibly ask the public to return you to public office? Well, I guess all I can say is that the public is saying they want me to come back. If you look at every poll number out there, it has me winning by a very, very substantial margin. And the reason is that the public has been looking, as I suggested they do, with the totality of my career, my record, my life in service, and have decided that they want somebody who is independent, who knew how to stand up to Wall Street stand up to a political establishment that was broken and corrupt, stand up for investors who were being taken to the cleaners by a financial community that was putting its own interests over those of the uh, investor, stand up for the yeshivas who were not getting uh, their fair share of uh, public funding and challenge the orthodoxies in constitutional interpretation that said, no, not a penny can go to support public, uh, non-public schools. And I'm the one who had the independence in every one of those contexts to say, let's think about things differently, do things differently. And the public is saying, you know what, we want somebody like that, and we believe in, uh, to some degree, in redemption and second chances. And so what I said from the very beginning was I have not uh, been shy about confronting the issues head on. I resigned from governor, as you well know, did not pretend there weren't issues to be dealt with. I resigned, looked the public in the eye, said I, I erred, I sinned. And now after five years, the public is saying, okay, we believe in giving you a second chance. And, you know, whatever the outcome may be, I will respect it. I I said in the moment I got in, if uh, just as I, when I was a prosecutor, I respected a jury verdict, even if I thought in my gut it might have been off. 
I respect uh, the outcomes of elections, and that, that's what the beauty of democracy is all about. You it's funny. Public decide. It's funny hearing a candidate cite the polls, when obviously if the polls would tell us otherwise, you would tell us how insignificant polls are and how they're often wrong and give us false information. <laughs> here, no, no, but here, here's the thing. I, I don't rely on polls ever for what I say or do. But since you asked a question, the predicate of which it was how can you do this, the, 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 the response necessarily, or not necessarily, the, the response I think is appropriately, well, look, this is a matter where individuals and, and the public is uh, totality will make a judgment. And the judgment, as I said, it's one I'll respect either way, but I think the public has said, you know what, we're, we're not only willing, we're, we're kind of supportive. We won't know till September 10 when uh, the only, you know, it is true, all these polls are just random samples and none of them matter till votes are counted. But certainly from the very beginning, and I think it surprised people, and again, I had not, just so it's clear, I had not done a single poll before I got in. I didn't base this on polling. I haven't said anything based on polling. You know me well enough to know. That. Well, it was a total shock to everybody when you got back in. Not right. not just the stuff, Scott Stringer. That's right. all. And but but the first poll that came out, and again, this is not because I rely on, but it, was, it showed you how instantaneous this was. That Wednesday, I think we were still in the middle of gathering petitions. And you know, remember, the establishment establishment said, "Oh, you won't even be able to gather the petitions. You need three thousand. It's too hard. We got twenty seven thousand. But I was up by nine points that first. Wednesday, and it's been pretty much constant since then, you know, that nine, ten point margin. Sometimes higher, but you know. What, when you see these numbers now, and let's for a moment assume that uh, what you're saying is, is accurate in terms of, hey, poll numbers, you know, indicate the way people feel about you. Do you have regrets? I, I, and, I, and I remember reading this in the, in, in the story of the scandal at that time. There was a book that was written about the whole issue about whether you should resign or not. And you had a lot of pressure from family and friends on both sides, many advising you to get out, many advising you to stick with it. Do you re- now that you see these numbers and the way the public's reacting? Do you regret resigning as governor? No, and here's why: I did what I thought was best at that moment for my family, for the state. Uh, again, I believe in accountability. I did not believe then that I should simply say, "Gee, ignore what I did. I want to keep uh, my job without consequences." Um, it, it was painful. It was unbelievably difficult, painful for me, for my family, for many friends, colleagues, uh, others. I let the public down. All of that is enormously painful. I've said that before. But I think it was the right thing to do. And uh, the, the mere possibility that I might have, be able, have been able to survive, which, which, you know, again, I'm not saying yes or no. Right. I, I'm agnostic on that issue. Right. It was not the dispositive factor in my logic. It's interesting, especially this time of year, because, hey, look, you know this audience. We, we've been talking for the last 20 years, so you know this audience yep. very well. Yep. And, you know, so on one side, we're, we're, we're so upset with the disgraceful behavior. On the other side, hey, you know, the high holidays are coming up. It's a time for repentance. In fact, you, I'm sure the irony is not lost on you that one of the most important elections of your life is happening right in the midst of the holiday season. I hadn't noticed that. You had not noticed that? Of course, it's out. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! It, it, anytime you 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 know look, you notice it obviously because it's there on the calendar. You right. know how can you not notice it? But it's also because when talking to the leaders in the Orthodox community, everybody's saying, "Well, you know, turnout may be a bit a little lower because of this, because of that." That's, that's, you know, it's uh, of course you notice it. Uh, but that's why I say that when people in this audience hear you know hear you out on this issue, it's a it's a struggle because on one on one side there's the you know there's the, the there's the uh, inappropriate behavior issue on the other side you know our tradition tells us that hey as you said earlier in this conversation everyone you know gets a second chance if they handle it right i'm not 
have never said it wasn't a tough issue, have never said this was uh, something that was to be ignored or was easily remedied. What I also have said to folks is look at the totality of the career and also answer one other question, which is, who do you think would be a better controller? In other words, if you overcome the question, you, you quite rightly, the very top of the, the show had a couple minutes ago said, look, there's a better trust, and it right. is. Right. If you get over that, then ask yourself, who do you think can actually do the job better for the city and in terms of the, the audience that you, you and I are having a conversation with right now, in terms of the Orthodox community, who has actually been creative, thoughtful, responsive? And here, my record when I was Attorney General, not only in terms of litigations about uh, discrimination against uh, those who are observant in the workforce, uh, important precedents that we set, but also what we did in terms of funding for non-public uh, schools, which is obviously a huge issue, um, reconsidering and, and taking a hard look at what the First Amendment did and did not permit. I think we did uh, all sorts of things that people understand were important. So it's, it's not just a question of the rhetoric, oh, yes, I'll do A, B, or C. It's, hey, you know what, this guy produced. Right. That's a very different type of context. I always, uh, I'm ashamed to say, I sometimes get confused between the state controller's office and the city controller's office in terms of um, uh, dedicated funds investing in Israel and, and, and different things that the... Uh, uh, different funds that the New York City Controller's Office uh, is in control of. Is there a financial relationship between the office and the state of Israel? Uh, the New York City office? Yeah. Tell you the truth, I will have to find out. Okay. I, know that the, I, I, I do not know whether they have dedicated funds that are invested in Israel. If, if not, let me put it this way, as a matter, sheer matter of return on investment, they should be. We all know the, 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 the sort of remarkable uh, story of, of the Israeli tech sector it is, you know, right up there with Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley, in terms of, uh, and one of my close friends from uh, high school, from college and law school, went over, you know, a colleague up at Harvard went over, founded a VC firm in Israel, has moved over there in 1985, I think it was, right out of the year after law school, and has been there as one of the leading VCs in the tech sector. So that that is one of the remarkable stories of the last 30 years in terms of economic growth. If we're not investing there, we should. No question about that. Um, in, what has shocked you about this campaign? And what I mean by that is I'm sure going in you knew that housing, education, crime, a lot of things will be on people's minds as they go to the polls in New York City. What issue has come up in debate or by walking the streets that has surprised you a bit? What substantive issue? The, the third term for the mayor, ah. which, you know, just so it's clear, I, I opposed the way that whole issue was handled, opposed it vehemently because I thought it was intensely anti-democratic. Um, get along great with Mike, I think he's been a, a fine mayor in some respects, disagree with him on some issues, you always do, but like him at, at the most important level, at an intellectual level in terms of his leadership, his, his management, um, but felt that the way the third term was issued was just completely wrong. A backroom deal where the public, having spoken twice in favor of term limits, saying expressly we want term limits, the public will was overridden by a backroom deal among politicians who said we want to keep our jobs. And that's just not the way democracy should work. What I said back then was, look, if you guys want to override term limits, bring it to the public in a referendum. There's a mechanism for doing that. And the public, make your case to the public and say, look, we'd like to you to reconsider. And if you say yes, then run for a third term. But don't do it in a way that does not comport with the public's twice-articulated opposition. Because democracy 
is to be respected. Right. So, but you know, and oddly, you know, it, I don't want to make this uh, too granular, but I, I think part of the reason that Bill de Blasio is jumping in the polls right now is that he has been more publicly and clearly outspoken in his opposition to the mayor, and the clarity of his voice contrasts significantly to the slightly more muddied articulation of some of his opponents, and that, I think, is because of the third-term issue. Yeah. You know, look, so be it. That, that's, look, Scott was for the third term, and that's, uh, again, it's a, it's a divergence between us, but I, it surprised me, to answer your question, it surprised me because I would not have expected the public to recall the issue or feel so deeply about it. No, that's a great answer, because all these years later, it, it is amazing to me as well how people continue to uh, harp on the way that third term holds. Yeah, and, and, and it's because usually issues fade very quickly. Right. You know, it's kind of like a ball player. I don't want to personalize this to, to A-Rod or anybody. You know, <laughs> you, you hit a home run, suddenly all your sins are forgiven, right? right. But on this, this issue, which seems to have a, a sort of a constant presence, a constant overhang in the public uh, consciousness by the way i got it again i uh, you know with with as much respect as possible the um uh, you know our relationship with the speaker of the new york state assembly the honorable sheldon silver in fact the first time you were ever on the air was when uh, shelley had us up in albany doing a show and i can recall the days when i believe he went out on a limb and uh, joined with you at uh, jewish newspaper editorial offices and different forums to to make sure he would do his best to get you elected attorney general to help you be elected attorney general and then and you go ahead and uh, and call for his ouster as speaker of the new york state assembly why couldn't you just remain mum on this issue why do you or do what others have done and and say you know leave it up to the body up in albany why do you have to be so outspoken against somebody who i think has always been there for you well, look, 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 whether or not he's been there for me, I'm not going to wade in, into that history. That, that doesn't bear on, on this. The question I asked was, is it time for a change in the state legislature? And that is the context in which I view this. So Shelley and I always worked well together, disagreed on some things. You know, notably, the first, the first real moment of tension was when we had reached an agreement, a process issue, about how to choose the state controller. This was after Alan Hevesy resigned. Right. And Shelley and Joe Bruno, who was the leader of the state senate, and I publicly announced a process, and then the legislative leaders backed out of that in a way that I thought spoke poorly for both the capacity for them to honor an agreement and be for the legislature to live up to its fiduciary obligation to the public to do what was right. But put that aside. What I've said is that it's simply time for a change. Albany is, frankly, a little ossified. It is a little rigid. It is hard to get creative thinking and thoughts uh, and policies implemented, and it would be good to have some slightly newer dynamic. Now, I'm, you know, Shelley and I get along fine. This is, this is not an anti-Shelley thing. This is a matter of, is it time after many years of a status quo that is not uh, always as responsive to the issues as it should be? Is it time to perhaps get some new thinking? That's all. I got it's not more complicated than that. Um, it kind of fits into the term limits concept. Understood. I um, well, I take this opportunity to wish you a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year. And uh, you hear you hear all my issues, and I think a lot of uh, community members' issues on all of on all of this. And uh, I guess the only thing we could say at this point is that, as you've indicated, on September the tenth, New York City residents will have an opportunity to uh, choose who they'd like to have as New York City controller. Exactly right. Simple as that. I thank you very much for joining us this morning. Pleasure. Thank you. Thursday morning, JM in the AM, candidate for the...
position of New York City controller, Elliot Spitzer, with us at JM in the AM. Baruch Levine, if you missed any of the conversation with uh, Elliot Spitzer, 
Check out the archive section later on at jmtheam.org. Full day on the stream. Don't forget our uh, album of the week is coming up. Uh, <laughs> album of the week is coming up between 9 and 10 Eastern Time. It's uh, Adaraba, the classic from Avremo, from Avram Fried. Album of the week. Uh, plus some bonus tracks as well, so check that out. Full day on the stream, including uh, 12 noon, my live lunch, coming at you from our New York City studios. 2 p.m., Miriam L. Wallach, and that's life. It's a live music alert Thursday, because she'll have Moshe Hecht live in studio at jmandtheam.org. So check that out. Um... Just checking the reaction to the conversation we just had on uh, on Twitter and um, and Facebook. Very interesting. Want to wish a Mazel Tov to uh, Toby and Maishi. The Zuckerman and Wassertile families have the big simcha tonight in Brooklyn, New York. A special Mazel Tov to Shol E from all of us here at JM in the AM. Big Simcha takes place tonight. Mazal Tov from all of us here at JMNAM. Miami has announced their Cholomoid Sukkis Spectacular. Miami with eighth day on uh, Sunday night. With Benny Friedman and Miami on Monday night. And Yoeli Greenfield and Ari Goldwag both nights at the Brooklyn School of Music on Claussen Avenue. Uh, happening Sunday night and Monday night, Cholamoid. Information at 917-200-2994. 917-200-2994. So Miami has announced their Sukkis plans, and we'll tell you more about it as we get closer here at JM in the AM. Um, what else? whole lot going on. If you missed our conversation earlier regarding the... Uh, podcasting that you can get from us through your Android or through your regular smartphone browser. Check out the archive section at NahumSiegel.com. The instructions are there toward the bottom of the page. And I thank Mark Zamek who joined us for that. A big hello to everybody at the Cedar Market in Teaneck. It was great being there yesterday and seeing so many folks from all the different communities of Bergen County. We've always heard that Bergen County is JM and the AM country, and boy, yesterday certainly helped prove that. So thank you very much for the big welcome. Eitan Katz in studio, Monday Labor Day. Monday Labor Day, Eitan Katz in studio, live music and more. Tomorrow, Malcolm Honeline. He'll be doing our uh, weekly update. So many people are curious to hear what he has to say regarding possible U.S. intervention in Syria. Hey, guess what? Malcolm discusses it tomorrow with us. Right here at JM in the AM. Six minutes before nine o'clock. This is brand new Avremo, brand new Avram Free to JM in the AM. Ich 
Avram Freed, great selection off of the uh, CD entitled Amachaya. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Oh, yes, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. Those are important words during this week of uh, gas mask distribution in the state of Israel. Tomorrow, Malcolm Holmline will join us. We'll discuss what's happening and whether the United States will potentially intervene in Syria. Yes or no. That'll be tomorrow morning during our weekly update at 740. Album of the week. It's Avram Fried's Adaraba. Follows next on jmtheim.org. I'll speak to you at noon from New York City with our live lunch. 2 o'clock, Miriam L. Wallach with Moshe Hecht and a live music alert Thursday and plenty of great programming all day long on the stream. Pay careful attention to our Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel on Twitter at Nachum Siegel Net. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.